0: Bidzy Small Business Society, number 160. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at Bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am chatting with Ty Crandall. Ty is the CEO of Credit Suite, where he created and continues to grow one of the biggest and most credible business coaching operations in the U.S. With over 16 years of financial experience, Ty is widely recognized as an authority in credit building, credit scoring, and credit repair for businesses. He's an internationally known speaker and author, and his two popular books outline the secrets and power of business credit. Welcome Ty, glad you could join me today. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what projects you're working on today?
1: Hey, Rob, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, absolutely. I think you did a great job in your intro of <laughs> thanks, telling a, a lot about me. I'm not sure what else I can really add that uh, that provides value, but um, you know I'm pretty passionate about business credit. I'm pretty passionate about entrepreneurs having the ability to get capital, get access to money, um, whether they're just in a startup phase or whether they're you know already established and looking to grow. So that's really where most of my efforts are uh, are directed. That's where my head is. And uh, pr- projects we're working on right now don't really have anything specific there. You know we're just kind of kind
0: of working on our main mission of just getting the word out there about business credit. Same thing as a lot of our listeners. We're just uh, nose to the grindstone, grinding out those businesses, man. So tell us, what exactly is business credit and why should our listeners even care about it, Ty? Well, you know, business credit is much similar to, I think, I'm sure all of your
1: listeners are familiar with, with how their consumer credit profile uh, actually works, you know. So consumer credit, you know, you have a credit profile linked to your social, um, and that's established with TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And with business credit, what a lot of business owners don't know is that your business has its own credit profile and score. Uh, Equifax and Experian commercial actually oversee that. And also, Dota, so does Dun & Bradstreet, which is known worldwide, been, you know, have been around for 170 plus years. So just as you can use your consumer credit profile to get cars and and credit cards and and, and increase your ability to get loans and, and decide the terms of your loans, business credit's exactly the same way. It, it helps you determine whether or not you will get applied for financing and credit for your business, uh, the terms you'll pay. And by having established business credit, it does a lot of other things as well as uh, help you
0: basically separate your liability. So you're just not personally liable for what's happening in your business. Obviously, this stuff is important if we're in startup or at any phase of our business. So this stuff probably isn't automatic, though. So how does the entrepreneur start start a business credit profile and score, Ty? Well, it's a pretty good question, and you're right. It's
1: not automatic in the consumer world. You kind of just bump into credit. I mean, you walk into a store and they, you know, offer you a 20% off if you're applying for their credit card. I mean, there's just so many places that you get credit and almost all the credit you obtain reports to the consumer credit reporting agencies. But in the business world, they they really keep it a, 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 as much of a secret as they can, because, you know, if you walk into Home Depot, they're going to let you provide your social and they're going to let you personally guarantee the credit. They have no no benefit of telling you that there's another another option. Um, so you don't see it permanently promoted hardly anywhere, especially at the same retailers that are promoting heavily consumer credit. So you really have to be conscious of what you're doing. You have to go into it with a plan and, and, and be quite intentional in what you're doing because it's not something you're going to bump into like you do with consumer credit. So the way that it really happens is you have to initially establish a business credit profile and score. And the first place to start is with what are called vendor accounts. So there are companies out there like Uline and Quill. Uh, you know They sell office supplies and shipping supplies. There's a company called Monopolize Your Mark marketplace that sells marketing um, resources. And these type of companies are unique because they'll offer you credit when you have none. So even as a startup, even with no credit profile for your EIN, they'll give you credit if you have none. And they all report that credit to the business credit reporting agencies. So that's, that's very unique. There's not a lot of vendors out there that do those two things, that will give you credit when you have none and report the credit. But when you get a handful of those type of accounts, then you get credit with them. You pay the bill as agreed after you buy items from them. And then they'll report that to the business credit reporting agencies, and it takes about 60 days on average that once those accounts are reported, you'll then have a credit profile. You'll have a credit score established, and then you can start walking into retailers like Staples and getting their business credit card, leaving your social security number off the application, forcing them to basically pull your business credit and make the approval decision based on that information. A lot of parallels with personal credit it sounds like, right Ty? Very similar, really. I mean, fu- fundamentally, it's built the exact same. You start with no credit, you go in and you get small credit cards typically. You pay the bill as agreed, those get reported, and you have a business credit profile and score. And, and the more accounts you get, the higher the limits you obtain, the more uh, credit and financing that you have the ability uh, to get. So it's very intentional. It's just much faster. You know, in the consumer credit world, if you started a, a credit report today, it will take you six months for FICO to even give you a score. Whereas in the business credit, Credit world, you could get a score within 60 days. Within 60 months, you could start having 10, 20,000 dollar limit cards, which is something that you wouldn't accomplish in the consumer world for sometimes a decade or more.
0: Yeah. And it's just finding those vendors that you talked about that are willing to take that initial risk, it sounds like, as well. eh? And that's really the hardest,
1: that's the hardest part about building business credit. Outside of that, it's no different than what you do in the consumer world, besides that you leave your social off the application. And, you know, we're kind of conditioned that when we get an application for funding and there's a a blank for social, that we provide that social. So a lot of people don't know that you can leave that blank, forcing them to pull your business credit. A lot of the frontline people at these stores don't even know that themselves, but that's exactly how they underwrite it. So you've got to know to leave your social off. You've got to get, you know, find the vendor or work with vendors like Uline and Quill um, that will actually help you get credit and and that will report that credit. And once you get past that one hurdle, then it's very similar to what you do with obtaining consumer credit.
0: Great, man. You're giving us some great actionable tips here. We're talking credit theory and some of the challenges that people might face in establishing and building business credit. But now, Ty, I want you to talk about your journey. Take us back to your biggest challenge in business or otherwise, but- What sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And typically here, our listeners are going to be looking for some actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge. Well, you know, I think I've had a lot of challenges in business. You know,
1: the one thing I've learned about owning multiple businesses is that nothing ever goes as planned. Um, And the biggest lesson I've learned from that, and I say often, although it sounds crazy, is I actually like to fail. I like it when things don't work out as I intended. I like it when things kind of all go wrong because that's when I put the most effort in to make things go right. And in that effort, I learn a lot of things that then we incorporate into our culture moving forward. So, you you know, we might have a, a slow month, one month, and then we do three, four, five, six things that we've never done before. And then two or three of those things really take off like wildfire. And then we're incorporating those where every month or every quarter we're doing one or two or three of those things. And then we stop having, you know, those slower months. So that, that's something I've learned a lot along the way is that you just can't get frustrated at all with failure or when things don't work out as you planned. Those are usually where you'll get the most insight, the best ideas to move forward. Um, for me, you know one of the biggest challenges I had was what kind of brought me to this moment in time where you know I owned a mortgage company and things were going really well. You really couldn't fail at the height of the mortgage industry and then I was there when everything collapsed as well. Uh, and, and ultimately that took down, you know, me personally, I mean, almost to the brink of bankruptcy because I personally guaranteed everything in my business. And I learned from that years later that there was another option. There was another way to do it. And that's really become my mission is to help others prevent that from happening from to them um, by coming in and actually seeing uh, that you don't have to guarantee what you're doing in your business. But what I learned from that is, you know, there's opportunities everywhere. And that's what got me into the credit industry is, you know, I saw this thing collapse. And I saw all these people that uh, were having issues with their credit where they would be down and out for seven to 10 years. And uh, and I really got in and got familiar with consumer credit law and took advantage of that opportunity, which really set a path to lead me here. So that's a big lesson that I learned is that you've got to be you know, eyes wide open. You've got to take advantage of opportunities when they're there. Um, I, I believe strongly the success is determined when you actually are prepared for the opportunities that present
0: themselves. Again, Ty, just being backed into that corner and in true entrepreneurial fashion, finding a solution to a problem no matter how small or how big it actually turned out to be, huh? Yeah. Well, that's that, that's our best moments as entrepreneurs. And that's the thing is that,
1: you know, I think a lot of people are afraid of being backed into that corner, but from my experience, I really enjoy it because, you know, when you're backed into the corner, that's when you'll come out fighting. And that's when, again, you'll do some things and learn some life lessons that will help you carry your business to, to levels that you just never would accomplish without being in those, in those spots.
0: Yeah. Just like you said earlier, just harnessing that creativity that you didn't really know was there. Now I want you to talk about some of your rewards. What rewards do you specifically take away from entrepreneurship? Why is it so great to be Ty Crandall? You know, I, I just love to
1: learn. I'm obsessed with learning In the last, you know, few years, in the last four years, I've become a pilot and I've learned to fly planes. Oh, wow. I just, <laughs> yeah, it was just cool. I just, uh, last weekend finished my certification where I can actually go out and sail and sail boats. I can go rent boats from anywhere I want to and sail. And that's what I love about life. I just I'm amazed that we have this life, and we live in a country, um, or a lot of us have the freedoms and living countries where we have the ability to just do what we want to do, and uh, and to be able to learn new things every day and to grow, um, is is an amazing thing. And that's really what running a business is: is just every day you come in and learn things you didn't know, and you get better and wiser and smarter. And then if if you're wise enough to use those and ap- apply those those lessons in your personal life, then you really, really grow on a business um, as well as a personal front. So that's just the most exciting thing to me is I love coming to work every day and knowing that I'm going to learn things that I didn't know the day before. And to me, that is just exhilarating.
0: Now, you're talking about personal growth. Let's talk more about how you're growing your business. What methods are you using to really engage with and grow your audience? And here, I want you to help the aspiring entrepreneur understand some things about gaining some traction in a noisy and crowded social media and marketing landscape type. Well, the, the, the
1: biggest lesson I've learned that I think 98% of entrepreneurs just do not follow is the fact that you you really, the best way to sell is to provide information, is to get out there and educate and teach people about what you do. So in my world, uh, you know, we help people build business credit. And I have people approach me all the time and say, I don't understand why you do what you do. I mean, you're out there just giving all this information out there for free. Why do you do that? And it's because when you do that, you build a loyal tribe of followers. And some of those people will take your lessons and do it themselves, and they'll be your biggest testimonials. And a lot of them, a lot of others will say, you know what, I'd rather have you help us and come to you to do business. And it's so much easier when people come to you and want to do business with you than you trying to convince them on why they should want to do business with you. So this is something I learned a long time ago, and it's really set the course for me to have a very successful business is, you know, listen, when you give back, when you help, when you just try to take, uh, you know, what is important important, which in my world is business credit and put the, the message out there in as many medias as possible, whether it be Periscope or whether it be YouTube or any of these channels that we have now as entrepreneurs that are free, that cost us no money to get the message out there. Then what happens is you just build a loyal tribe of following and your business just grows and grows and grows. So that's one of the biggest things I've really learned. One of the best lessons I could teach is stop trying to sell and start trying to educate. And when you're passionate about your message and you educate, educate, inform as many medias as possible, then what happens is people will come around you as
0: a loyal tribe. And that's how your business will inevitably grow. So you talked about Periscope and YouTube. In your opinion, do you think the emphasis should be on video?
1: Well, I think, it, I think you have to, you know, we live in a, in a world where people learn differently and, you know, when you, you can learn a lot in communication, when you talk to people, whether they're using words that are more visual, like I see how that's done um, or they're talking about more auditory or how they feel about things. So we're all a little bit different. You know, some people um, learn better and understand better. Um, with more of, a, of an emotional appeal. And some people are more auditory where it's more what they hear and other people are more visual. So you first you have to recognize that that everybody's different. And then you have to get the message out in all those channels. So for us, auditory is podcast. You know, podcast is something for, you know, it's perfect, right? People that learn better and absorb better by hearing information and seeing information. This is a perfect. So we have our own podcast. There's other people that are better by seeing um, which is YouTube and Periscope. But Periscope and YouTube are also auditory because a lot of people will go about their day listening to what's going on whether not actually watching the video so i think you have to appeal on all fronts
0: because people just absorb information and learn differently ty let's shift a little bit here good stuff by the way but let's do a little shift now your books perfect credit and business credit decoded talk about the secrets and power of business credit can you distill these down and give us the actionable steps to build a business credit profile and score i know we've done it a little bit so far but really distill this down for us if you could
1: Sure. Absolutely. The first thing you want to do before you apply for a business loan or before you start the process of building business credit is to know and understand that credit issuers and lenders have a secret set of standards that you must, you must abide by. If you meet their requirements, you'll get approved often automatically through their computers. If you don't meet the requirements, it gets pushed to a manual review. Um, And again, if the manual review confirms that you don't meet the requirements, you get denied. So the first thing to do is to know the game, know the rules of the game that you're playing before you even get into it. they don't want you to, but when you know it, then that's your best chance of really knowing you're going to get approved for a business loan or for business credit um, with that before you even apply. And so, some of the things they look for is they're just looking basically for what they call credibility. They're looking to make sure you're legit, and that comes down to having a real physical business address. Or if you don't, then use a hack like you know use a, a virtual office, um, or worst case scenario, use a UPS office. But don't use a home address. That will easily get you denied. Uh, make sure you. Have have a business phone number. Uh, again, you don't want to use a home phone. You don't want to use a mobile phone. You can use a voiceover IP from a place like RingCentral for 10 or 15 bucks. It doesn't cost a lot of money to do, but make sure you're using a business line, not a mobile or cell. Our computers, is the same as theirs. will immediately decline or deny somebody um, if they use that. So we kind of use that with our clients to say, hey, look, you're using a non-business number. This will get you denied. So make sure you also have a fax number. Make sure your phone number is listed with 411. Lenders and credit issuers want make sure that you're easy to find. And I recently got signed up with a company called Yext, which is Y-E-X-T and Yext is pretty cool because they, I can enter my information for my business in there and they make sure all my listings, Yahoo and Google and all these things um, are correct. So if you're not using a service like that, make sure that where your business is listed, that your address, that the listing of your name is congruent in all these sources including on your utility bills, your bank statement, etc. Uh, that uniformity is very important for lenders and credit issuers. They want to make sure you're easy to find. They want to make sure the information they find validates what they see on the application. Um, So you also want to make sure you have any proper licensing that you need. You want to make sure that you have a business bank account, that you have an entity set up. Uh, A corporation or an LLC gives you the best chance of, of lowering your liability or eliminating your liability. So any business can build business credit and get financing, any entity. But if you really want to separate your liability from you in the business, then you want to consider an LLC or corporation. So the way I best describe it is when you fill out an application, every line item you're being asked for usually relates to something about credibility. So just make sure that you have something there to fill out. Make sure you have a website. Make sure you have an email address. Make sure your email address is not like party dude 2016, <laughs> Right, like it's Gmail. Like it should. It's so easy to spend twelve bucks at, at GoDaddy and get a good domain and get an email that's linked to that domain. So make sure that everything you're putting in an application reflects that you're credible, that you're legitimate. And once you've done this, then again, you take that step we just talked about earlier. You start applying for vendor accounts, Uline and Quill, and monopolize your marketplace. Seton is another one. These are companies that will give you credit when you have done. They report to the business credit reporting agencies. You need to spend fifty dollars or more with them, pay it very quickly because business credit scores are primarily based on how you pay. Um, unlike FICO that has you know five facets to the score, with business credit scores, they're based on your payment history. So what you need to do is the minute you know that you have a balance outstanding and have an opportunity to pay, pay it immediately. And once that's paid, then they'll report to the business credit reporting agencies. In about 60 days, you'll start to establish your initial business credit profile and score. And um, when you have five, of those actual accounts reporting, then take that next step. Then take the next step of start getting store credit accounts. So start getting revolving store credit accounts. Uh, Staples, Lowe's, for example, almost all major retailers offer business credit. Amazon, Lowe's, Konoco, AutoZone, Sherwin-Williams, Macy's. These are all sources that with even five accounts will start approving you for business credit. And then just continue the process. Once you have about 10 accounts or more, you can start to get fleet accounts. You can start to get Uh, actual cash credit accounts like Visa and MasterCard. So that's the actual steps to get from no credit all the way through to the, you know, the epitome of what you want, which is 10, 15 accounts and uh, where you start
0: getting fleet and cash credit cards. Wow, Ty, to the Small Business Society, I hope they go back, slow this down and take some notes. You're obviously passionate, extremely enthusiastic about this stuff. And Tyle's gonna tell us how we can find his book so you can access more of that great information in just a couple of minutes. We're uh, sort of winding down here and I'm making a shift, apologies for that, but which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration?
1: Oh, there's a lot of them, you know, that I'm an avid reader. So I I like to read so many different things. And I think, you know, the people that I follow shift and change um, often based on, you know, who I'm actually reading. But, you know, Jim Collins has some great stuff out there. Um, You know, Charles Duig, I like what he's got out there with the power of habit and some of the things that he has out there. Um, I like Digital Marketer and Ryan Dice. They've got some great tactics when it actually comes to marketing. And then, of course, I've got Personal Mentor in my life that you know most of the other people in the world don't know about uh but that are close to me that I follow their advice uh you know but
0: to the letter. Good stuff, good resources, man. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why?
1: Um I I I I think I love to win. But sometimes, like I said, I kind of like to lose. I think that, you know, sometimes when you're, your failures are where you get your best successes from. So to me, it's all part of the same process. But I love to win, obviously, because in my world, winning means we get to help more people. And that's my cause, you know, to help as many people as we can, to spread the message about business credit to as big of an audience as we can. And when we win, that means we're doing a really, really good job of doing that. But You can't have that massive success without having failures along the way. And uh, it's just about
0: embracing the failures. I think that's what gets you up to those huge successes, those huge wins. Awesome, man. Awesome. Give us something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? You know, I like to play with my kids. I've got a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, and uh,
1: and I found it's easy to to come home after a busy day and just crash on the couch and veg and watch TV. Uh, but I've really learned, you know, throughout the last few years, that health is is important uh, to me personally, but it's also important to my business. You know, the healthier I am, the more energy I have uh, to be able to commit to the business. So I'm very big on being healthy. And one of the things I really enjoy is when I get home from a long day, I, I spend time with my kids. I spend a few hours till they go to bed, just playing whether it's doing gymnastics like I was last night with my daughter, um, or playing soccer with my son or whatever it is they like to do. So that, that's something that I enjoy probably the absolute most out of out of each day.
0: Ty, this has been a hard-hitting episode with a ton of actionable information, but I want you to boil this thing down for us. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about their relationship with business credit and financing? <laughs> The one thing I want everybody to know is that you can get money
1: for your business, even as a startup, even um, if you have credit issues, if you lack collateral, if you don't have cash flow. uh, There's a lot of financing options available out there for you, and business credit works regardless of what your situation is. So don't feel like you have to come into this and bootstrap everything you're doing. It's not a bad way to go. A lot of us have got to where we are by doing that initially, but know that you have a choice. Know that any company can get business credit, can get high limit credit cards very quickly uh, using the actual system that's designed there to help us get the money to fund our business. And also know there's a lot of loan options out there. So just because you don't think you'll get financing at your bank, which you probably won't because it's very difficult to do, you know, the majority of financing that's taking place right now is with alternative lenders. And there's a lot of options out there for you, even as a startup, to be able to get financing. It's just a matter of taking the time and being committed to actually looking.
0: Great, man. Love it. Now, you've got two books, Perfect Credit and and business credit decoded you've got a podcast the business credit and finance show ty if people want to learn more about you and your business and how you can help them with their businesses how can they find you well, they the best bets to go to, right to our
1: website. We've got a free guide that maps out in depth the steps to build business credit, provides more vendor accounts and a lot more detail than I have the time that you and I have the time to do here. And that's right on our main website, which is creditsuite.com forward slash E-I-N. So that's creditsuite, which is S-U-I-T-E dot com uh, forward slash E-I-N. And that's a great free
0: uh, four-step guide that'll map out the exact steps to build business credit. Love your enthusiasm, man, and I'm sure the Small Business Society did too. Thank you for taking the time to join me on Bidzy Small Business Society. Ty, you take care. All right. Thank you so much. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzi.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30 day free trial today at bidsy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidsy Small Business Society.